0: Previously on Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, the party made their way through the woods, and then they had a final, hilarious, and very dangerous showdown with the cruel hand duke, who ha-ha'd his way right to his own grave. Then they found a little shop called Oates' Hall of Blue-Eyed Soul and Wares, where they bought some stuff and hung out for the evening, leveling up and getting a long rest, so everyone should be... At full health, uh, all the all the uh, spell slots and, and ready to roll. So you are you are still at uh, in the environs of this of this shop. So if you want to do anything else while you're there, uh, let me know. I think all that you have left are two emeralds by my count and second reading uh, during the editing process so if you want to sell those emeralds for gold pieces you can or just hold on to them all good otherwise there there lies before you the great bile root marsh that spreads out burbling uh, and uh, flies are buzzing frogs are uh, chirping ribbiting and uh, barfing stuff probably.
1: that sounds
2: like my kind of place
1: yeah uh, shopkeep can I ask you a quick question oh yeah you sure can Yeah, we've just been uh, standing here for an entire week doing nothing, just staring at you awkwardly. (laughs) Did you get any uh, new items or supplies in while we were looking at you? You got a great forehead, by the way.
0: Uh, No. I mean, you would have seen if anything came or went. You're the only group that's been by this way. I I won't get anything for another six to eight months. It's it's really ill-advised location for a store.
1: I sleep with my eyes open, so uh, I figured I might have missed it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I see you too. (laughs) <laughs> it's another uh, private eyes reference I'm trying to think of other Hall and
3: Oates songs does the shopkeeper have like longer blonde hair or is it more like oh, dark and curly and he has a mustache he's definitely Oates he's Oates <laughs> always
0: Oates okay. so yeah Sweet. <laughs> Hall has his own kind of store that you don't you honestly do not want to know the stuff that Hall sells in his store
1: I feel like it'd just be Oates
0: <laughs> yeah it's just Oates <laughs> and also a goblin ranger
1: named Kinky
4: Oh, Miss yeah. Kinky.
1: Um, Paul is going to look at the back of his wrist. Uh, yeah, it uh, looks like uh, it's about time to uh, grab some tea outside and then uh, be on our way.
4: Oh, I heard tea. I'm so excited. And then she runs out the
1: door. Yeah, I'm going right. to of-
0: follow her out. <laughs> so uh, for, for all of you, I want to do a quick go around the circle and, and ask how each character is feeling right now. You've beat your first boss. You've made your way through the woods with strangers who have maybe i mean you've all clearly bonded a, a good amount so so captain alora how does how do you feel right now about your life your mission and and your your party
4: well it's very kind of you to ask i do feel like no one has really sat me down and handed me a nice cup of tea and asked me like how is the black darjeeling doing to be fair i thought i'd be missing my crew not just for the companionship but also because they do everything for me and i quite like that I like these new adventures. Um, The little one is quite aggressive. Otis smells amazing. And uh, Phil is one of those uh, strong silent types that bullied me at Ellsford, but it's, it's fine. I think we could be friends. Maybe she likes me, maybe she doesn't. Oh, I don't know, maybe I'll bribe her with some more tea. I, don't know. I feel good about the adventuring and I hope that we can save some more elven arch facts and take down this, you know, cockamamie jackass. And um, yes, I'm sorry, would you like some tea, interviewer? I want to make sure you too are happy.
0: Um, yeah, sure, yeah. It's it's unusual to break the fourth wall in this sort of documentary setting, but but sure. And you see uh, just a really weird, hairy arm reach forward and grab some tea from you. The interviewer is not me, guys. It's, this is a, a character I'm playing that sounds a lot like me and does not make any effort to sound different from
1: me. Oh, you're like Kurt Vonnegut. Are you Kilgore Trout? That's Ooh, great. Yes,
4: yes. This yeah, is Kilgore got- Trout.
1: No offense to Kilgore Trout. He's a great character
4: right well um i don't know what's happening there the book wasn't taught in our common curriculum at ellsford unlike Cambridge, which is terribly educated but anyway um please enjoy your tea and thank you for asking me my opinion i'm going to actually ask if the, the old shopkeeper would heat up my thermos never know when we might need tea on the road
0: well i, I did i saw he had a uh, some sort of magical microwave in the back of the shop so i bet you can get that heated oh. up real easy yeah,
4: microwave. That sounds very sexy. I'm gonna check that out.
0: It's it's very small. Polly, how are you feeling about your your adventure, your mission, your party?
1: Yeah, they're great. Uh, I mean, they're not union, but uh, you know, not everyone's got to be union. A few of them don't really seem like the sort of uh, you know, pull back your sleeves and and get to work, get your hands dirty kind of people. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. They, they, they seem nice. The thing that pisses me off. Uh, I try to be respectful to all races and squirrels and such, but uh, those goblins really pissed me off. And uh, I'm not saying I got a problem with all goblins. I am saying I got some trust issues now. Um, And and my axe uh, has got some trust issues too with the goblins. Yeah, it's got the
0: head on that axe. That's that's some serious stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's genetics. But, uh... (laughs) <laughs> yeah and, and now that i'm shopping the axe uh i'm uh, pretty excited to uh, dull it if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i
0: i think i catch your drift well great great uh otis how how are you feeling uh, as this mission goes on how, how do you feel about your party and your your current state
2: oh uh, you know i i feel real good about this group that we're with uh right now uh they seem to be able to hold their own i like that you gotta Keep your eye on Polly a little bit, especially in the morning. You can't talk to him too soon. You got to give him a little chance to wake up because uh, he can be cranky. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we got a good thing going here, and I'm ready to, uh, you know, break the system. Right. That's
0: that's the kind of enthusiasm that listeners love. And, and Villa, how are you feeling about the adventure, your party?
5: Samora Shalman upon us today, and... For the past several days, it seems. In the party, she gives a sly smile if she eyes them. Well, they're very capable.
0: Very good, yes. You are, you are concise as always. The sign of a true cleric never speaking too much out of turn. All right. Interview portion is over. Imagine a whoosh. There's a, a star wipe that occurs across your lines, <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, out in front of you, you see the Bowroot Marsh. There is pollution hanging low over this area. The air smells and tastes terrible. And the distance, mm. you hear the sounds. Polly, you hear this specifically. The sounds of construction
1: equipment rending the earth. Um, I'm going to take a big sniff. Um, I guess that's probably survival. I'm, I'm going to try to just get... Like, is it just construction I smell in the air? Is there something you know, I don't know, evil magic or poison or something terrible beyond that. I got a 17. Okay. Yeah, you smell the distinct odor of
0: uh, coal-fired machinery, your your classic sort of wooden backhoes and, uh, and bucket trucks and things like that, just carts, and there's just coal smoke in the air. You also smell the obvious stench of decay. As this swamp is both alive and uh, dying at the same time.
1: Uh, and what does the road look like? Is, is there a road in front of us, or is it just? There is uh, there is
0: kind of a, a sequence of raised areas of land that that are still covered with moss. They they look damp, but you have sort of these raised pa- a raised path with with bog and actual swamp, you know, deep swampy water all around. They're uh, mangrove trees and low-hanging, all sorts of, like, mosses, and I'm trying to think of what that stuff's called when it hangs down. That stuff.
1: Cool. I, I guess, is this like a Sierra game where we can, like, see the castle in the distance, but the screens are individually giving us the path? Like, do we know that we're going in the right direction, or are we just, like, going in the opposite direction of uh, Chief uh, Sissy Pants, whatever his name is, and and we're not blood, blood spurred? Duncanheimer
0: (laughs) I I like that this is gonna there's gonna be a new name every time we we name him (laughs) um yes you what I will tell you metagame is that you're never gonna be able to go in the wrong direction Uh... the essence of this is you're gonna be following this path you're bit you're on the yellow brick road people and it's just
1: gonna lead you right to you know not an emerald city but a city so no matter what we do, we can't go in the wrong direction. Challenge
4: where, accepted. Where
1: have you been all my life,
0: Nate? <laughs> right, I know, I know. This is the kind of on-track guidance that we've needed forever. But yeah, so you you are you are on rails effectively. In that, yeah, you're not going to get lost. You are in this swamp because this swamp is sequentially after the forest, and between <laughs> you and the next section, and all of these will lead to the castle and the throne room. Where Murder Duncan Blood Spell sits okay. upon a stolen throne.
1: I'm. A, it's like ghost and goblins. I'm just watching us progress through. This is perfect. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I assume
0: Pauly's wearing boxer shorts with little red hearts on them. So it is very ghost and goblins.
1: Obviously. <laughs> Not that I'd ever take my tracksuit off, but sure.
0: Well, no, but I mean, it could get knocked off after you've sustained enough damage. Oh.
1: <laughs> after I get touched once. That's what you're As somebody vaguely <laughs> touches my shoulder, my arm, my tracks will fly off, and I will be under.
0: It is the it's the design flaw of the tearaway, armor set. <laughs> so,
4: okay, I think Captain Alora runs out of the shopkeep, looking very um, discombobulated, holding her thermos, she's like, "Oh my god, guys! This amazing thing happened. The microwave was incredible. I have heated up so many thermoses." But I may have taken some, like, shiny metal that I saw in the shop and I put it in the microwave because I was just curious and it would become shinier. Anyway, the shop keeps places on fire, and I think maybe we should progress into the swamp quite speedily, I, I would advise. And then I'm gonna progress towards the swamp.
0: Okay. <laughs> is, is everybody following?
4: I walk silently
2: after her. Okay. Are, are you saying at Darrow Hall's
4: <laughs> house is on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Otis, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know what the box did and the thing was really shiny and I just, they didn't prepare me for this at Ellsford and I think we should really go.
2: Uh, Otis shouts, Daryl! And
3: runs towards the, the shop to try to help put out the fire.
4: What okay. are you
5: doing? <laughs>
0: uh, outside the shop, Otis, you, you see Oats because Hall is nowhere to be found, but you do see Oats and oh, right. Oats is standing there uh, just bailing buckets of swamp water onto the roof of the house. And uh, based on your knowledge of things, fire, and water, you can sense that everything is well at hand. And also that this may have happened several times before because you notice that there are six or seven other foundations of this same shop that you would all overlooked <laughs> that are all burnt <laughs> to the ground. So... This is probably just an occurrence any time that that magical microwave is, is utilized, it torches the store.
2: Well, I remind him, uh, you should probably not put, let people put metal stuff in that magic oven. It doesn't work too well when you do that, okay? And, he, and I pat he, him on the back and head on back to the roof.
0: <laughs> he twirls his mustache uh, gratefully and continues bailing swamp water onto the roof of his shack
4: (laughs) okay it wasn't my fault there should have been a sign or something (laughs) maybe there was a sign maybe it was an elvis maybe no it's fine there was no sign and I'm, i'm really sorry guys can we just go
0: you didn't see the pacemaker sign but it wasn't really relevant in this situation
1: anyway so it's fine
4: because i can read i want everyone to know
1: oh we 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 knew that right everybody knew that yeah i think so I'm I'm gonna start down the the elevated mossy swamp path.
4: And I'm gonna follow.
3: I'm imagining I'm imagining it's just like a like squishy turf that sort of floats on the water kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You definitely get the distinct sense that this is it's stable, but but barely, and it's just sort of squishing as you walk. But it is holding all of you up.
1: Cool. I'm gonna cast minor but- illusion. And lift up my hand and try to do a Bernie Sanders, where I just try to get a, an illusion bird to land on it, <laughs> just so they'll understand that I'm I'm good with nature and they're my peeps. Okay. But uh, the the bird is gonna because of minor illusion, it, it's it's gonna look a little bit janky. And when I pat the bird on the head, the head is just gonna roll off, and I'm gonna <laughs> shake it off my hand,
0: like uh like the bird from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who God. just who it's won't God. sing? I, I don't understand why he won't sing. And then the, yeah, like, he was real. Sick. falls right off.
4: Yeah. I just
1: keep walking. <laughs> okay.
4: Laura like is gonna fall into step with Villa in an attempt to um, bro out with her and be like, so Villa, do you think this is like where Otis is from? Um, does this remind you of your homeland?
5: I take a few steps in silence and then finally reply, I suppose Otis would be. More appropriate to ask that question, too.
4: Right, no, I, I can- stone cold. I just, I thought, you know, since we're, you know, the women of the pack and you're small, then maybe we should talk about people having their backs, because, like, that's what friends do.
5: Fair enough. Who would you like to speak about behind their back?
4: Oh, goodness. Well, there's all the celebrities in this world. You know, um, Princess kanofo and jo- Jackie Chan, but probably better if we talk about people enough. <laughs> know. Like, um, so, uh, do you think that Otis is heterosexual, or, like, I don't really know what kind of, like, thing he's putting down.
5: I don't know that Otis is hetero-anything.
4: Oh, well, you probably have a good sense about that, because you talk to your, your god or, or something. Don't, do, do you have a, like, tight relationship with your, your god?
5: Timora is a fanciful god.
4: Oh, cool. So, like, how'd you two meet?
5: I was born into it, my dear. Like all clerics.
4: Oh, so yeah. like a, like an arranged marriage sort of situation.
5: Precisely.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Cool. cool. So, uh, where, where did you get those shoes? I really like them. A shop. Right. Good. Cool. Um, I'm just gonna... I'm, I'm gonna go see what the boys are doing, but your, your hair looks super shiny today. Great right on that.
5: Thank you very much.
4: Well, I'm clearly going to walk off feeling sad and confused and then, you know, compose letters to my mother about why she didn't teach me how to have friends.
0: <laughs> this is, this is a effort, very though. special episode of Roll for Blank. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to run a PSA after this. Uh, so as you're all walking through this marsh and it's disgusting, it smells horrible. The ground beneath your feet is squishy like like a, a wet movie theater carpet. It's sticky on the way up and squishy on the way down. Like it's just I'm sorry, what
1: movie theaters do you go to that are sticky? I just. I'm you know, the the ones where you have to put a quarter in every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Let's, we can get a porn theater for a sponsor.
0: Oh, you guys I don't it. go to the movies?
4: Or Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh, Pee Wee.
0: All of all of them, in, in <laughs> at least in Denver, have turned into liquor stores and uh, and music venues. So I I don't know.
4: Oh, well, I like liquor stores and music. Well, venues.
1: Nate, I'm sorry for your loss.
0: <laughs> Dark. Uh, okay. So so yeah, you're you're proceeding through there through here. Does anybody want to look around, uh, perceive anything, anything like that?
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, let's. let's do
3: Otis is roll. just enjoying the shit out of this. He, this is his. Favorite environment
1: twenty. I'm going to do a survival roll and uh, identify signs of nearby life, um, avoiding quicksand and natural hazards. That seems important. Okay. So would you? What'd you roll? A natural twenty. A
0: natural twenty. Well, so Polly, you uh, you notice that there are some some vines with flowers growing along the sides of the path, and you feel like you've seen them before. But to to be sure, you'd have to get a little closer, because as a as a forest gnome, you are very familiar with the petal arrangements of different blooms and blossoms and things like that.
4: Mm. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no shit.
2: Just be uh, careful there, Polly.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna turn to the groom and say, yeah, you know, I'm I I got uh, a lot of uh, forest knowledge and such. Um, these flowers are weird and. Uh, what I'm gonna do is, uh, hmm, I'm gonna pick up a stone and just chuck it at one of the flowers.
0: Okay, great. Um, do, do do an unarmed strike roll on throwing yeah. that stone. Ooh, fourteen. Yeah, I, it's, it's a vine. It's sitting there. You you've got a okay. good arm. Your tracksuit allows maximum mobility. So you just wind up and chuck a rock. It hits the vine and it bounces and actually it knocks one of the one of the petals off of one of the flowers. And that's it. And, and you, you uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the vine doesn't do anything. But you hear
1: <whistles> a distant whistle. Is it, can I, do I need to roll? Can, is that a bird? Is it a person? Is it a goblin?
4: Is it a microwave?
0: Before you're able to do anything, <laughs> the vines on either either side of the path Jump out, reach out, and entwine all of you. So you need to make strength saving throws, please.
1: I think instead of roll for blank, this this series should be called roll for initiative.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I would, what else is this game other than yeah, <laughs>
4: forcing well, rolling farm.
1: opportunities? Sorry. So it's it's what kind of roll?
4: Strength. 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 Oh shoot! Seventeen.
2: Nineteen.
1: Can I do a dexterity? No. Can I try to dodge the vines instead? You you may well okay sure yeah you can try dodging the vines that's fine because uh, who leveled up and got uh, advantage on dexterity rolls?
4: Wait, why did you get cool stuff? This guy.
1: Oh, this is a risk though, because I have plus two to dexterity with plus four to strength, but I don't trust my rolls. Okay, three, good. I made the right call. (laughs) fourteen for
0: dexterity dancing. Um, all of you fail, and these vines. (laughs)
2: Oh, does that a knife?
0: Wrap around you and pull you down to the ground, and they start pulling you into the bog water. So, everybody, roll a constitution check, please.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh oh. So, just a regular Uh-oh. con roll?
1: Yeah. Why roll a Const- constitution save. check. It's not like this country follows it anymore. Stop it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but take it. Oh, unnatural 22. Okay. 12. Five.
4: <laughs> okay. I have a T.
1: Okay, uh, so
0: Otis and Polly, you manage to close your mouths immediately as the vines start pulling you under. Uh, but Villa and Captain Elora, you uh, suck in a little bit of water on the way down, so you're going to each take two damage from that.
4: Patriarchy! I'm sorry. Patriarchy! Yeah, the
1: two women don't close their mouths fast enough.
4: Come on, DM. Dis- what is this, 2003? <laughs>
1: my my deistated mother would not be impressed with you right
4: now.
0: Yep, it's just an episode of Gossip Girl, and that's all the jokes I've got. <laughs> <laughs> XOXO. That was So you're,
4: that was you, you've awesome. all
0: you're you've all been pulled underwater by these vines, and you're you're being held down under there, and you can see the surface of the water. You're struggling. You can't break free of these vines, and you you all recognize that you are soon to perish from drowning.
4: I don't love that.
1: Okay, um, I mean, can I make a strength check to try to get out of the vines? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to rage on this. Okay. Rage uh, away. Uh, I'm going to give one of my, uh, quippy retorts when I rage, and it's going to be like,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Then I get the advantage on my strength check. I'm going to uh-huh. slow blink at that. That's not good. And that's, I rolled an 11 twice. A double seven. Wow. Vegas. Th-
0: that's, I mean, that's lucky. It, it, for other games, craps. Um, yeah, you you take two damage from your witty quip and taking on the bog water, <laughs> which, which is noxious, um, and you're unable to break free from the vines. Do, does anyone uh, else want to try to to get out of the
5: vines?
3: I want to try. We...
5: Okay,
3: good. Uh, I, I want to cast thunderwave at the vines. And, um, can I do that?
5: You don't want to cast a magic missile into darkness. That's something go no. for. I, yeah, I, uh,
0: wise. Thunder Wave, you usually have to do like a hand motion, right? You have to kind of clap or something. I mean, it's, it's fine. I'll let you do it. I'll let you cast Thunder Wave at the vines.
5: He doesn't have to clap.
3: Um, there are verbal and somatic components, but I don't, I don't know how flexible that stuff is. Um, but mostly, I want to do Thunder Wave because it pushes the, the target back 10 feet. So maybe mm-hmm. that'll make it let go. I got nothing else, really. Um, so, let it rip, Otis. I do, and um... we all have to do. It's well. just like a con save for me, right? I think so.
4: Does your cloak help at all, Otis? Is it, is it billowing in a graceful way that's going to give you some extra something?
3: I don't know. I don't really understand what it does yet. It'll
0: so it makes the whatever the save is one more one higher than whatever it says on D and D Beyond. So if your con save is Fourteen. It's actually a fifteen that I have to roll the save, and that okay. applies to every any spell you cast that works that way in the future. Uh, you know, until you take this off or upgrade or whatever. Um, cool. So yeah, I think it's a. I think it's usually a con twelve or thirteen. So uh,
3: we'll just... it says con fourteen here.
1: Oh, con fourteen. So fifteen then. Yeah. Do we in all have open. to roll the save though? Because we're all within what ten feet or something, thirty
0: feet. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess you all could be. Could be struck by this, depending on where he's where he's pushing.
1: Yeah, good thing he's got that cloak that makes it harder for all of us to save. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the 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 vines rolled uh,
0: rolled low. So you're going to succeed. Okay. So we Should all, we all, have all to, roll too. We have to all beat a fifteen. Yeah, beat beat a fifteen to see it. That just means you won't get pushed away. But I mean, ultimately and, at this yeah. point, it doesn't matter. You you want to get pushed away, and there is I some damage,
1: but yeah. The, the fact, fact that you're underwater, that. yeah. Oh, is it Constitution, Kat, Uh Sorry, it's a Constitution save. Yeah, it's Constitution yeah. save. Oh, good. Well, I rolled a six. I, so got, a, I, be I got a nine. Great shape. Villa. Okay. Please, please
4: survive this. Natural twenty. No. Okay. Oh.
1: Yeah. Well, that, yeah.
0: So, yeah. If she's
4: so, so, awesome. She saves us because that'd be really convenient.
0: So Otis casts this thunder wave, and it pushes this just wall of force through all of you in these vines. Uh, Luckily, because you're under this really dense bog water, like, I mean, this is not like water water. This is like when you would mix corn syrup or corn starch and water together and make that kind of, like, resistance Play-Doh when you were a kid. I don't know if anybody ever did that, but I sure did, and boy howdy, were those the days. Um, (laughs) But it's no one's going to take any damage from the Thunderwave, and the fact that the Thunderwave succeeded against the Vines is going to propel all of you except for Villa out of the water, you're going to be up you're you're basically flying up in the air, still wrapped in the vines, but you are all you're flying up in the air. Okay.
3: But Villa's so, still still stuck in the vines.
0: Yeah. Cause Villa completely resisted the Thunder Wave.
1: We failed by dodging so out of the water. We won. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Um, that's, that's privilege right there.
4: Villa, like, you never roll Ugh. 20s when they're helpful for you. Like you always hey, roll them when it's kind <laughs> of irrelevant.
1: This is <laughs> Prince Harry level privilege right here.
0: <laughs> he abdicated. Uh, no. But as you're as you're in the air and Villa as you are still underwater wrapped in these vines. Again, those of you in the air here. A whistle and it's much closer than last time and those of you in the air, the vines suddenly just let loose and you go flying through the air and land on the ground. Can I hear and,
1: where the whistle is coming from?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a very good suspicion because there is a frail old man with a cane standing over the, the three of you who are on land. And oh. Villa, as the vines let loose of you, you're able to swim up to the surface and you see that there is in fact an elderly man standing over the three other members of your party.
4: All right. Well, Lovely. I'll offer you some tea. Be like, sir, you seem kind of nefarious, and your cane is very old-fashioned. But I mean, you're very old, so maybe you just need a spot of tea. Would you? Would you care for one? Um. Oh. Uh,
6: pl- please, yes. I. Hello. I am. I am Klilos. I am the the keeper of the swamp. You have. You have ventured into a dangerous place, and I, it is lucky
1: that I came upon you. Sorry, is Villa still in the water?
4: No, she swam out.
1: Oh, okay, good.
4: She's not dying. You're I'm good. not offering people tea while a friend <laughs> dies just it, because she
2: won't calm. be friends
4: with me. Yeah, it's a well, foolish thing
2: that. to do, but it's not happening.
4: Okay, Leo so I'll, should uh, I'll pour some water out and give us some tea.
2: Are these your vines over here, trying to choke
6: everybody? As as I said, I am the keeper of the swamp. So yes, uh, the vines are mine in that they are anyone's, and they cannot be that of people. But I do have a bond with them, and as I have a bond with the creatures
5: of this place. I swim out, and as I'm spitting water out of my mouth, I say, why did you attack us? Oh, uh, you,
6: you misunderstand. I have, I have saved you. I am Klilosh, I am the swamp keeper. You, you came upon these vines, these, these vines that they are, they are hungry for, for creatures, for humans, for elves. They will eat anything. You, it seems have... as
5: though they were commanded with an initial whistle.
6: Oh, if you if you heard my song earlier, it was because there are vines like this, all over
0: the swamp, and I must whistle to keep them from destroying me, just as they almost destroyed you. Can I tell if he's lying? You can roll a, a an inside check.
2: Well, Cleoche, I think you're gonna be coming with us the rest of the way through the swamp, so you can do your little song.
5: Unnatural oh, I... twenty-one. Unnatural twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you,
0: you, what you can tell is that he seems completely genuine. He is, he is a frail old man, and he does seem to genuinely want to help you.
1: Okay. Polly is, is trying to dry his tracksuit. Um, and and he, yeah, uh, tough guy there. Um, here's the thing. These aren't cheap. And uh, I don't and I have like an infinite storage of dry tracksuits and some magic freaking closet in my backpack. So uh, I'm not happy. But th- I'm going to just uh, break it down with you because you seem like a good guy. Uh, we want to murder the guy that's uh, screwing up the swamp with all the burning of the coal and the destroying stuff. So if you're on our side, then we'd appreciate your help. Uh, but if you want to help that guy out, then I'm going to split you in half of my axe. So, oh, oh uh, please. No, the, the the evil king is no friend of mine for he, he
6: has tried to destroy the swamp. And and he he is no, no friend of nature. I I am just a humble swamp keeper and in fact I
0: I treat your I treat your wet suit, yes? And he reaches into his, his satchel and he pulls out a, a towel that shimmers with magical energy and wraps it around you and you were immediately dried and then he just unwraps you and he offers it to everybody
5: else. While yeah. everyone is getting dry, I put my pack on the ground, pull out a quarter of a turkey and Eat
6: it. Ooh, the, you have you have turkeys, do you? That's uh, you are very you are wise travelers. I I appreciate that. Perhaps perhaps as as your your friend with the pleasant smell would ha, had suggested, I could come with you on your journey. I, I could keep the vines away. I could warn you of dangers in this place. Uh, in exchange for half of one of your turkeys,
2: that sounds good, Cleos. You can have a half a turkey. I have one here in my bag. I will give it to you right now.
6: Oh, thank, thank you. It, it has been a time since I have eaten something that, that was not uh, winged and uh, carapaced. So I look forward to delicious meats.
3: And when the, uh, when the magic towel comes around to Otis, he, he, he goes, oh, no. Oh, oh.
6: Ah, I, I understand, friend. You, you, you may eschew the towel. I, I do not wish to dishonor your smells and your growths. I'll let him yes, me. I have a
2: pretty good thing going over here, don't I?
6: <laughs> it is It is very good. I I have been in the swamp for for years. I, I do not even remember rightly how long. And uh, as you can tell, I do not smell as sweet
2: as thou. Maybe while we travel a little bit, we could talk. I'll tip, give you some tips. We'll uh, work some stuff out. Get you smelling oh, I... real good. That that would be an
6: honor for I, as you can tell I do not have a lot of life left in me. I am I am very old and frail, but it would be my dream to smell well on my on my bed of
2: death, so perhaps your secrets will benefit me. Can you tell well, us? Well this you- is an awkward beginning to our conversation, but I think we could still be friends. I,
6: I don't I don't talk to many people, so I don't have a gauge for these sorts of interactions.
3: It's okay, I figured as much, and I uh, Clap him on the shoulder, not too hard, because he's
1: old. What is he? <laughs> is he humanoid, goblinoid? Uh, is he a minotaur? He's he is a he is a humanoid. He looks like he might be
0: like quarter elf. There's a little there's a little point to his ears, but you can't you can't be sure if it's just like uh, genetic or not. But he is otherwise just like he's like you know, uh, eighty five pounds, soaking wet, old. He's bent over, long scraggly beard that's just gross and, you know, mildewed and everything, and then he's just wearing kind of pretty common rags. He's got this satchel and, and his cane.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that th- sounds like a rough gig. I can appreciate a man that uh, has to get his hands dirty at work. Uh, well, how'd you uh, become the protector of the swamp area here? Well, it, it, it is a family
6: job for my my father and his father before him were swamp keepers, and I drew this straw to, to take the bile root marsh. I, I had hoped for uh, nicer places like like the Everglades, but I was I was given this assignment, and and I take it with honor. I have I have tended this place for uh, as I mentioned to your other friend longer than, than I can rightly recall.
1: Yeah, I, I got you, buddy. I uh, I know a thing or two about family, and I put my uh, thumb to my nose. Yeah, I got you there. Thanks. Hey, you're doing a great job. It, do you do you tend some some kind of
6: bog or swamp yourself? You seem you seem very uh, workmanlike. Your hands are are rough from uh, the day's labor.
1: Yeah, I don't get a lot of complaints, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, I tend to some knees, uh, some elbows, sometimes some thumbs. It just depends on uh, how much persuasion people need.
6: Ah, you are you are into joint ventures, then. I understand. Very good. <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry. Is that the
2: title of the podcast?
0: <laughs> we it go. can be. I don't know. Maybe. Great <laughs>
1: adventures. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah uh, you want to tell us how to, uh, you know, move on from your swamp and uh, get the hell away from this uh, this uh, bog water that we almost drowned in.
6: Yes, I, I, I am happy for your your friend has given me half half of a turkey. I am I will be sustained for for weeks. For I I eat I eat like the bird. I eat like the mosquito. But I, I am glad to lead you. I will lead you to the edge of of the Barut marsh, where where my domain uh, reaches its its boundary, and and then I will wish you great luck in your in your adventure to take on the evil king.
5: I look at him and say, "Mosquitoes eat blood."
6: Yes, but they they only eat so much at a time. It, it's it's it is an expression of the bog.
5: I slow blink at him.
1: I whisper over to um sorry, a villa, and I'm like. Yeah, uh, an expression he made up uh, where he lives alone in a bog.
5: Mm.
1: He lives alone in the bog. It's weird that they have expressions in the bog when he's presumably the only one that (laughs) speaks common. He
4: he whistles at the vines. I bet the vines have common idioms. I mean,
5: Eat like a mosquito, sure.
4: Um.
2: He's not the only one that lives alone in the bog.
4: (laughs)
1: Aww. So, actually, I do speak vine. I just checked my languages. (laughs) I it was a, a toss-up, but I, I selected Vine. It's you know, too it bad, because a...
0: Vine went out of business in, like, 2012, I think, was <laughs> when it folded. So, you're going to have to use TikTok. Damn.
4: i what that was in my marketing meeting today. We're um, all yeah.
3: too old to speak TikTok. Sorry.
5: <laughs> so, I turn we, away we... from the group and look generally in the direction of Murder, Duncan, Bloodborne Pathogen.
6: Shall, shall I lead you further? Are you... Are you ready to proceed? Do you need anything? I can, I can muster some mushrooms that might give you a a, a moment of, of excitement before we proceed, if you if you would like. Yeah, let's do that. Let's eat those mushrooms, buddy. Well,
4: I feel great about that. I'll put it in my tea, just like I was at Ellsford.
6: Okay, then then we will we will spend uh, uh, four hours here so that you can trip in in safety, and then and then we will go on on your
1: mission. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take the mushrooms. I'm just gonna stand at the back and lean on my axe and keep an eye out for things. I what? give a,
5: okay. a very stern look at the party, and I say, "Seriously,
4: Bella, did you not experiment when you were at uni? When you were at the height of your youth and your body was beautiful? It still is. I'm just. It still is. Let's do some drugs together. That's how we we'll In go. my
5: very I... religious." Upbringing. You're asking me if I experimented
2: with
4: psychedelics. God,
2: this is my religion right here.
4: Come on, Villa. No.
2: <laughs> I. Well, I'll take hers because, I mean, if she ain't going to eat it,
5: I roll okay. my eyes.
4: <laughs> who's who's taking
0: who's taking Cleelotia's mushrooms?
4: We could take the mushrooms and just like save them to celebrate. Maybe everyone won't be so uptight. Otis yeah. takes
3: him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.
4: Well, I mean, he, he, he
3: practically grows psychedelic mushrooms in his hair, so yeah, this is this is where he's comfortable.
0: Cool. Uh, Ot- Otis, roll a Constitution save, real quick. Okay. Go
4: so save is
0: what I like. The keyword there is save. I got a nine. Okay. So yeah, That's not great. Um, I don't know what that means. So what it's going to mean for this purpose is that you're going to be uh, actively tripping to the wall. with disadvantage uh, for nine turns coming up. Basically nine nine rolls. So if if there's another save, you'll have to roll a disadvantage. You'll just have to do that cuz you're kind of like you're seeing you're seeing four crusties here. It's crazy.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> it might help my magic somehow, who knows.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it could be it could be really good. I I don't know.
3: Uh <laughs> So are we, are we ready? Are we going to follow are we Are going with Cleelosh? Nobody else is going to hang out. And...
4: To be fair, Nate, I said I was going to take them. I might as well roll too. I'm really sorry, okay. everyone else. <laughs> I believe in honest drug use. <laughs> uh, it was it constitution? It was a yep. constitution. Yep. 19.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so you were going to only have to deal with this for one turn. You are having a very quick and and powerful trip. So at this point, Captain Alora is just like completely lost. Like you have you have gone you are back at, at, at Ellsford and you think that you are currently reading through the tomes in the library and you can read every single one of them, all oh, of yep. the Elvish. You are learning so much. There there is just like tea rising from the floor and it and it is coming up to about the the height of your waist and you're just kind of like paddling around in the tea reading these precious books and and you're just loving it. You're loving every second
5: of it. I look over at her and when I can see how hard she's tripping immediately, that same little sly smile comes across my face and I walk over to her and I just run my fingers through her hair. (laughs)
4: Just once. This is the best day of my bloody fucking life. Oh, oh my god, did you see her touch me? Are she naked? Oh my goodness, look at these books! <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cleo, shall we? In our
0: gesture. Everybody else ready? Polly, you ready?
4: Yeah, I'm all set. I'm okay. so ready. I'm just, I've never been so ready for anything.
2: His name is Cleo-osh. Oh, oh, sh- <laughs> So,
0: so why do they call
2: them fingers? I've never seen them think.
0: <laughs>
5: uh,
0: you hear the the distant sound of fish playing an overlong, improvised ballad. Kliosch leads you further into the marsh, where, uh, yeah, Otis and and Captain Laura you like the the bog is burbling and, and huge bubbles are forming and popping and every time they pop they start saying things to you that that you know, they, it sounds completely real the, the bog is talking to you. you you don't really know any other way you see frogs hopping around the frogs seem to be like demanding that you kiss them to turn them into princes and princesses and, uh, and yeah, and, and there's just like a lot of squishy ground like the, the squish of the ground is extra squishy and I can only assume that, that Pauly and Villa are just kind of walking along both, I guess, I can't think of the word now. What is it that you guys are?
3: Stoic.
5: I'm, I'm on high alert. I am looking all over the place because I don't trust this swamp anymore.
3: I completely trust the swamp right now. Otis is now in his element, and uh, when the bubbles pop and say things to him, he... He laughed. laughs. And any kind of uh, frog that he can actually catch, uh, he definitely kisses. The frog does not turn into a prince or a princess.
4: Or oh,
1: does I assume he in the front leading us. He is. So yeah. I'm gonna have my great axe out and just kind of when one of them tries to wander off the path, I'm just gonna friendly like put a like a rail barrier when you're really bad at bowling. I'm just gonna put that in front of the gutter area so that they okay. just. Kinda bounce off of it and come oh, back Oh you're, you're the bumper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Not a bouncer, yeah. I'm a bumper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. is Cleelo- at the front of the pack. He's he's just shuffling along. One cane step and a and a shuffle and he just keeps turning back and he he smiles at you and and waves. He waves to beckon you and says, "Yes,
6: come along. We are we are doing very well. We are doing very well getting through the swamps. I am so happy to to help you." I'm happy
1: too, buddy. Let's keep
4: going. Oh, The lead librarian knows so much about this library swamp. I bet he'll give me more tea. It's just great.
1: All right, I'm going to do perception. Um, and just, he keeps on beckoning us. I'm just going to see if it seems suspicious or it seems good natured. Oh, a natural 20 plus two. Okay. Yeah, Pauly, I mean, you, you, you grew up on the
0: streets. So what you recognize is that this the way Klelossh is beckoning you is towing that fine line between what would be completely good-natured and very creepy if he was like, "Hey, please come, come get into my van. I have candy. It would be a problem uh, but you don't necessarily think that like he's a, a real threat. You can also perceive that really at this point if you just took an axe swipe at him you would you would chop him in half and there would be no more Kklelossh when okay. uh,
2: so you want a good candy, you gotta get in the van. <laughs> I'm gonna look
1: at Villa and just say, uh, yeah, he's uh creepy as hell, but uh I don't think we need to kill him. At least not at the moment.
5: I nod okay. silently in reply.
0: Cool. So Cleelosh leads you on further, and then he stops. He, he he turns and he
6: raises his hands and he says, Friends, friends, there I must warn you, we are we are coming upon a bullywalk camp. They are they are very nasty. They are giant Frog people, but they're they're unkind and they they will not jump out of your way. You you cannot leapfrog them. They will they will try to murder us. We must we must be cautious and we must prepare.
4: Or do they want tea and they want to be our friends? Have you thought about that, lead librarian? Do they want to be our friends?
6: I I, I have <laughs> thought of this quite quite a bit. Yes, uh, pirate half orc. Yes, I. Uh, but however we are we are not in in your library i i know that that is what you see and it sounds whimsical but we are we are currently in
2: the hunting grounds
6: of the bunny what
5: they if draw we my long what
2: if we what if we turn into tadpoles and swim by
4: Well, oh, i like i like that idea i've always wanted to be small and dainty like the stupid fucking girls from uni i mean i like them they're my friends i don't know how they get that little <laughs>
1: Do I know Dude. what bull, a what bully wags speak? They,
0: they, uh, I mean, they'll speak common for purpose. I don't know. Yeah. yeah okay. They, they should speak, they probably speak their own language of croaks and ribbits.
1: Yeah. Okay. But they also speak common.
0: Yeah. I'm going to let them speak common. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Leo. uh You said they, uh, they like to jump up and uh, punch people. Um, yeah. Is there any way around the village? Is there something they want? Uh, I don't need to kill things in your swamp, but uh, you know I can. We we, yeah, we can Yeah, we'll try, call
6: each We we can try to sneak past them. They they are they are not uh, aggressive until they notice something. Uh, they they remind me of of ancient lizard that would only eat that which moves.
1: Uh, yeah, what do they eat
6: normally? Uh, well, normally they will they will eat the the creatures of the swamp, but given the opportunity to have a meal of the five of us, they will be quite just excited to, to take a bite.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, what, what what's their, like, what's their filet mignon, is what I'm asking. What in the swamp is, like, a thing
2: that they love to eat? I mean, I am especially delicious.
4: Oh, no, Otis, not you. That I like you, and I, I'd be sad if you were no longer in my library, if you know what I mean. Kinda? I think they... <laughs>
6: I think they would like a a, a filet of, of, of flies perhaps that, that might entice them, but I do not I do not know. They they do
1: not often eat in the light. Okay, yeah. Um I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion and do one of those stupid gnat swarms with but with fatter flies so they look lush. And I'm just going to drift it out from like to the right side of the camp, slowly to try to get them to, to push to the right of the camp. Okay. Yeah. I, I can okay. do that for up to 30 feet, so once it gets to 30 feet, they're gonna figure something out.
0: Yep, your your flies, your swarm of illusory flies is gonna float out and, and kind of just drift past this this Bullywog camp that Cleelosha's alerted you to, and the flies will, will sort of drift around and float around the right side of the path. Is, the path widens, there's a little bit more land around the camp, and you do see that two Bullywogs uh, notice this illusion and rise to their feet and hop over toward it.
1: How many are there that we can see?
0: You can only see the two right now. Oh.
1: Where where are there huts?
0: They're they're just like kind of uh, mounds of of lily pads or, or like grasses.
3: Grassy really sh- mounds. Shitty wigwams.
0: Yeah.
6: Shitty wigwams.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh crap how many crap yurts are there?
0: <laughs> you, you see six crap yurts.
3: Well, I see
2: six crap yurts. <laughs> uh, um, but if they're going to have to order slides, we better get mo- moving pretty quick because they ain't going to – those aren't real, right? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right? Yeah, Cleo, why don't you uh, take the lead and I'll follow right behind you in case they uh, get wise. Yes, yes.
2: We will.
6: We will have to be sneaky, though. I think. I think it is important that we employ the oh, uh, technical skill of stealth for this particular endeavor.
4: Okay. I am the sneakiest person in the entire world, and then I slip and I fall down.
3: I rolled an eight. I
5: am gonna, yeah, try and be sneaky immediately, and. So
3: I'm not being very. sneaky.
5: I got a
4: critical fail.
0: Uh oh! All right.
4: I rolled roll disadvantage.
0: Oh, I know you um, don't. You don't need to. This unnatural is unnatural twenty.
4: <laughs> I okay. got a
1: nineteen, but I suspect that's not going to matter a whole hell of a lot.
0: <laughs> Klios, Polly, and Villa all start walking their way through the camp, tiptoeing very carefully, avoiding everything. As the the two perhaps scout bullywogs move toward the illusory flies, a- as they as they get over there, they start croaking in a way to I think alert the other bullywogs that there is there's a source of food nearby and it is then that Otis comes rolling through quite literally rolling still and stumbles and falls over into one of the crap yurts which uh, causes a disturbance and then captain Alora surprised just sort of like banana peel falls back and starts laughing just hysterically and roll for initiative
1: <laughs> that's what i was waiting for
4: oh i got another critical fail
1: oh a 12 for me okay 16. what does it mean when it says b that's
0: that's
4: a nat, a nat 20 20. oh dope
3: and i got a really good initiative roll.
4: but you roll at disadvantage oh because... <laughs>
3: it's still a nat 20. nat 20.
0: did you say nut 20? <laughs> yeah that's that's the new that's the new jam. That's what the kids are saying. They're all nutting twenty all the time. Yeah, oh, twenty. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Getting their Netflix and chill, and they're twenty and
3: oh, Lord. something. Man, uh, oh, Lord. I wish I was born in nineteen ninety-seven.
0: Oh man, yeah. Imagine how nice that would be. Captain Alora was a one. Kielos rolled a,
5: Change a die.
3: What are you using? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What are you drinking? And then, yeah, what are you drinking? What is that? What is that?
4: Something super manly encultured.
3: Like <laughs> it's white gold, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, barefoot spritzer. Drunk with. Wow. Wait,
1: barefoot spritzer might want to sponsor us.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the most delicious drink to get high school girls drunk and take advantage of them. No,
1: no, college girls. College girls 21. who
4: are. Yeah. <laughs> barefoot
0: take
4: advantage spritzer, of them. summer red.
0: You Dude. gotta drink
3: responsibly. Irresponsibly,
1: drink responsibly.
3: <laughs> We're getting you a T-shirt that says "White Girl Wasted."
4: Oh, my memoir. The
0: the bullywugs all uh, the other four of them all pop up out of their huts. You all see this happen immediately, and the two that are out in the distance notice your your incursion on their camp. So they are all going to get to attack before you all do. And so the, the the furthest away one that's over by Polly's illusion is going to make a 20 foot leap, which is one of their abilities, and then is going to attempt to strike Polly with a bite. Oof, yeah, that's not going to work. That's a 6 to hit.
1: Yeah, that's uh, real cute. You got a frog mount there. And then he's, gonna try, then
0: he's going to try. Then he's going to try jabbing you with his spear. They got they each have a little spear too. He's going to try jabbing you with his spear, and he na- he just that was a natural one. He failed. So this Bullywog is going to miss you on the bite and then try to stab you and end up like sticking his spear directly into the ground. So he's <laughs> gonna be he's gonna be stuck for a second. The yeah. second Bullywog is going to leap over from the, the distance near the illusion and try to bite Villa. And so that is a uh, twenty-one to hit. <laughs> Ooh.
2: Sorry, Villa. And that's try gonna to kiss be it. it
4: might turn into a prince. Kiss it! Kiss look, it. look
2: out, Villa! Look out!
4: With your lips, Look at
2: out with your lips. There's
0: four damage on the bite, Very and good. then he's gonna try to attack you again, and that is a uh, an 18 to hit.
4: Damn.
0: And that's five damage on a spear stab. No. And now the uh, the other one of the other Bullywogs, the one that that uh, Otis uh, fell into, is going to try to bite Otis, and that's a uh, an eight to hit. Not not going to hit. And he's going to try to stab you with his spear. And that's a nat 20. So Bitch. we're going to roll to confirm. No confirm. So that's going to do
3: 9 damage with the spear.
5: What? Oof.
3: Otis was like,
2: <laughs> I fell down!
3: And then we saw that dude jump and uh, almost stab himself with his spear and he thought that was pretty funny too, but he's not laughing right now. You said that was 9 damage?
0: Yeah, 9 damage. Um, one of the other Bullywogs under under the Crap Mounds is going to jump up and leap toward the party. He's, he's too far away. He's going to leap toward the party. That's going to use his entire move. Then uh, the fourth one is going to stand up and take a swing at, uh, take a bite at Klilosh. The first is a miss. The second is also a miss. And then you've got two more Bullywogs attacking. One more is going to uh, try to attack Polly. That is a 11 to hit on the bite. No. And a 5 to hit on the spear. Not going to hit Polly. And the uh, last one is going to go over and attack Captain Laura while is prone.
4: Not a great idea.
0: That's a 7 on the bite. Nope. And a 5 on the stab. Oh. Alright. So, the Bullywogs are now uh, done. You have one that is on top of Captain Allura. Two that are right, well, three that are right in Polly and Villa's face. One that is at cleloche and one that is uh, at Otis. And then another one that just jumped
3: in. And it's Otis's turn. All right. Um,
4: you got this, Otis. You got it.
3: How big are these things? They're like... Um, I know they're bigger than they're, me because I'm small. They're,
0: but. Yeah, they're like between small and medium. So they're not huge. They're basically like frogs. They're like big, tall, giant frogs
3: that can stand on their back legs. Okay. Um, I'm just going to magic missile the one that's in front of me. Okay. Five damage. Okay. How bad does it look hurt?
0: It looks like you took more than one-third of its life away.
3: Okay. Hoped it was more than that, but that's that's good to know. Okay. Um, Can I do anything else? Yeah, you can still do a move. Um, you can eat something if you need to. Um, I'd like to move as far away from this thing as I can.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you can move. You've got your full movement, so you can move, uh, I, I think, 20 feet or something.
3: Yeah, it says something like it says 25 Walk.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, I would give you 20 because I think you got to use some of your movement to attack. But, yeah, so you can move sure, sure. 20 feet back.
3: Cool. So I just want to kind of extricate myself from the combat situation because I just got hit real hard.
0: Okay you are you are pulled back away and it's now Villa's turn.
5: Since I already have my long glow drawn, I'm going to aim it at the face of the toad that hurt me. Okay, and fire it at his head.
0: <laughs> All right, fire on that. Fire on that bullywug.
5: 19. That's a hit. Six.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah, your arrow, your arrow just sinks right into his uh, kind of porous amphibian skin and he recoils. But remains remains standing. Okay. And now it's Klioshe's turn, and Klioshe is going to uh, cast heal on the party, and he is going to heal everyone for six healing points.
4: Oh wow! Hell yeah, Klioshe! Thank you, old man. You're a good. It is my day.
0: pleasure. We we fight
6: together. We are friends. Creepy.
4: We
1: sure are. Pauly. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, yeah. There's a movie about a gnome, Happy Gilmore. I'm gonna tee up the uh, bolivog on uh, Captain Alora, and I'm just gonna drive him straight into the uh, swamp with my great axe.
0: Okay, and I'm yeah. gonna uh, I'm gonna give you advantage because um, I forgot that they need to all roll Constitution based on the goblin head. So he just he just rolled a six for the Constitution check. So he is he is already intimidated by you.
1: Okay, well, that that was an 11, but I got another roll. Oh, and a t- non-natural 20.
0: Okay, yeah. So you're going to... So I'm going to count this as a hit, too. So roll damage, and you're going to th- th- throw this Ooh, Bullywog into the, into the marsh. Okay. Yeah, so you you just grievously injure this, this frogman, and you just tee him up and power drive him uh, off into the marsh. So he is, for the moment, out of the battle. Prone is what we're going to call it. It's going to take him at least two turns to get back, so. Nice. And now, Captain Laura, it's your turn.
4: Okay, um, my first step will be standing up since I'm prone. mm mm-hmm. um, I'm going to, who is the, who's the healthiest frog near me?
0: Um, there is the one that's on top of you, hasn't been, or no, that was the one you just hit, right? Okay, so- So the only frogs that are nearby is the one that just leapt into the fray, and it's about five feet away.
4: Cool. Um, I'm going to use my new spell slot, which is Dissonant Whispers. So you need to take a saving throw of 11 for wisdom.
0: Okay. All right. And that is a 10. Bullywog is not very wise.
4: Cool. Okay, so you're going to take 3d6 of damage. Okay. 4, 11, 12.
0: Damn. All right. Uh, Yeah, your, your whispers... Literally, this this Bullywog is, is never going to dance again because <laughs> these careless whispers have exploded this motherfucker. It is dead.
1: Oh, Boom. um, it's going to move away from you, too.
4: Oh, right. Yeah, it gets shot backwards to its full walking distance.
1: It's terrifying.
0: Okay, yeah. It tries to escape as far back as it can. So it's like, have you seen the movie Scanners ever? <laughs> yeah. So in Scanners, people use their mind power to to blow up other people. And that's pretty much what happens here, is this this Bullywog is like, oh no, I gotta get away! And then as it's walking away, it just explodes. So, well done. <laughs> Captain Elora, you've killed one of the Bullywogs. That was cool. And now we're back to the top of the order with the remaining five Bullywogs. The one nearest to Polly is going to try to attack again. Gonna reach in. Uh, five for the bite. Jeez, terrible rolling. And uh, on the stab, a 20. Non-natural.
1: Yeah, that, that'll hit.
0: So that's gonna be... Uh, 3 damage from the spear, and then we've got the Bullywog that was shot by Villa, and that one's going to take an attack, take 2 attacks at Villa, so that's a uh, an 11 to hit on the bite. Yeah, yeah. It now. yeah. so no, and uh, the, the stab doesn't work either. These Bullywogs are not good at rolling. The, uh, the Bullywog that was knocked into the bog is going to take a turn to rise to the surface, and it's going to start swimming back toward you so it will be otherwise inactive. And the Bullywog that is, uh, the other one that was near Pauly is going to attack him again. That's a 13 to hit on the bite. No dice. And a 15 on the stab.
1: That is also
0: nothing. Then that's nothing. And the final Bullywog that is near Klyloch is going to try to attack Klyloch again. And that is an 8 on the bite, which will not work. Leave that nice old man alone. He is going to succeed on the stab. Uh, so that's gonna be three damage to KleeLoch on the stab.
1: How how hurt is the old man that just took three damage? He's 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 okay. He's not bad. He
6: he looks at you and says, "No, I have I have lived here a long time, and there is way worse."
4: Okay, good. Yeah, shake it off. It's merely a flesh wound. We'll
2: rub a little
3: dirt on it, you know. <laughs> uh, and we're back to Otis. Otis, you're up. Okay. Otis,
4: um. Yeah.
3: Uh, in terms of, um, if I were to try to cast sleep, I get five d8 total worth of hit point creatures that I can affect. Um, I'm unclear whether or not my friends in the in the area of effect would be, a, uh, you know, also put to sleep. It doesn't seem um, like it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you can target it to to creatures and not to your party members.
3: Because it's not really described as, like, a cone or a cube or anything like that. It's just, like, people you want to affect right over there. So I'm going to give that a whirl. Um, okay. So how many of these um, bollywogs can I hit um, in a twenty within a 20 feet uh, of a point where I choose? That's, that's how it's described.
0: Okay. Yeah, there are four of them that are in that range. The one that's out in the bog is still far away.
3: Okay. Then... I will start rolling uh, these hit points, and it seems like you just start with like the the one with the lowest hit points, and then uh, take it from there. I get a D eight. All right. So number one, that's three. Number two, one. So we're up to four. Number three, two. This is really sucking. Uh, Number four, seven. A little better. Okay. And last one, five more. Uh, So that's how many hit points of those creatures
1: I may have put to sleep.
0: Okay, so 17 17 hit points worth of them went to sleep.
1: So Oh, I was busy reading the rules while you guys were talking, so you might have already gotten this. But you take the lowest hit points of the creature and then subtract it from the total. So that's how you figure out how many you can put to sleep. Did you guys already know that?
0: That's kind of what I was going to do, yeah. Oh, cool. uh, All right. Well, good so, job. You intuited yeah. the rules. So you will put to sleep uh, the two currently injured bullywogs that are not the one that was teed off into the marsh. Cool. I'm um, I'm good with that. So they so they will just have to skip their next turn because they're sleeping. I don't. Is there a constitution throw on that or? Um. No. Per turn.
1: And well, now that I closed the window with the rule chief.
0: Oh, it just lasts a minute. Okay. So they'll be so they'll be out for. Um, a for few ten turns.
3: Rounds,
4: yeah. I think uh, until for someone, them, or if it it
3: somebody goes. does something to them, right?
0: Yeah. By so ten slap. rounds or until someone just stabs them in their sleep. Don't stable.
3: don't kick oh. the sleeping ones.
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, so those those two injured ones, uh, both of which are right in front of Pauly and Villa, are asleep. There's one more that's near the two of you, one on Klylosh, and there's the one that just hopped in that that. Uh, well, no, that one that Captain Laura killed. So there's, yeah, there's two more that are just hanging out, ready to fight. Rumble time. Okay.
3: So I muttered a weird lullaby, and uh, two of the ones in front of Polly dropped dead,
2: or not dead, but dead to sleep. And uh, I said, there you go, Polly. Now you got a little break. You go get the other guys. All right, Villa, you're up.
5: I aim at the nearest one that's not asleep and okay. shoot him in the head. Great. Fire away. That twenty two and an unnatural twenty-four.
0: That confirms. So you're going to do double damage. So Yay. what's what's standard damage on your bow? It's like one d eight plus two. Two d eight
5: plus
0: four. Oh shit. Okay. So <laughs> you, you, wait, the bow is two d eight plus four is the is the no, damage. I yep. Cool. Yeah. No, that's great. So yeah, it's going to do so two d eight is sixteen plus four is twenty. So it's going to do forty damage. You just brutal. Oh. You the arrow. <laughs> The arrow launches from your bow. Like, you, you see these two drop asleep and just coolly turn your head and aim at another one, fire, the arrow goes right through its head, and it just doesn't even realize it's dead for a second and then drops, <laughs> and it's it gone. Two Bullywugs down.
4: Nicely done, Villa. I knew that we would be best friends.
0: Get him, get him, Villa, get him. And now it is Cleelosh's turn and Clilos is going to say, "Oh, yes, you are. You are a true woman of the cloth. You murder like a priest." And then he's going to cast bless on everyone, uh, which is going to give you all a uh, plus 2 on top of whatever you roll. This for is one the most minute.
4: old guy ever.
0: Sorry,
1: plus 2 for damage as well or just for to hit?
0: Um yeah, for everything. So you're going to add oh. plus 2 Attacks to damage. And damage.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: And saves. So if you have to do a save you
1: also add 2. Mm. Um, so that's Clelosha's turn. Paulie! If I do an intimidation, uh, is that an action to try to intimidate that I, while I'm speaking? It's a free action. You can, you can do that and then attack. Okay. Yeah, uh, hey guys, I, uh, I already got a head for my axe, so I don't need to kill any more of you, but, uh, if you don't want to run away immediately, I'm happy to collect some more heads. And I'm, I'm gonna say that intimidatingly. Okay.
0: That was no. That was very. I think that was very intimidating.
1: Do I? Uh, I was uh, terrified. I roll intimidation. Yeah, roll intimidation. Shit. <laughs> Six with all okay. those. Okay.
0: They they roll the thirteen oh. on a on a sort of uh, wisdom throw against it. So yeah, that's they right. are going. They are going to see through your intimidation. And they me. croak. They croak at you. You can't really understand it.
1: All right. I'm going to. Uh how far am i away from the guy that's attacking cleo Cleosh? You're like, yeah you're like
0: you're like 10 feet. you can you can easily get to the guy attacking Cleosh.
1: okay i'll attack him okay uh 19 that's hit. a hit yep okay. and then oh nice 12 14 16 yep, oh you, sorry 18 yeah, yeah 12 plus okay 18
0: you bring your great axe up you swing it across and you just like I mean, you- you honestly, you're gonna, like, mask of Zoro, this- this Bullywog. You- you draw across three times, and you just create, like, a, a- a frog sashimi that then sort of flutters and falls to the ground.
3: I think I've he had- He is dead.
0: Frog oh. sashimi. <laughs> Captain Alori, you're up!
4: Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm feeling really attached to that old man over there, so, like, what is the closest thing to the old man?
0: one of the two sleeping bullywogs are the only things close to him right now
4: never mind not that attached um all right uh healthiest thing in my general periphery that is my enemy um what are they going to use yeah there's the
0: the one that's swimming up in the bog is still there so it's it's about 10 feet away from you swimming toward you
4: all right well i'll just i'll rapier its little frog hands when it tries to get up on the shore
0: okay you you just want to wait until it comes up?
4: Uh, yes, I do. I'd <laughs> like to do that with an with an eight.
0: You you will miss. I'm sorry.
4: Are you sure?
0: Uh, yeah. Did you roll with disadvantage anyway? Because you're still high, or no? You're not still high never mind.
4: I mean, I rolled a two, so I'm not sure how much worse it could get.
0: <laughs> Only one. Only one worse.
3: Could get a little worse though.
0: Yeah, that 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 is a miss. the The Baliwag will reach the shore. And it's going to uh, take a reaction attack to you, Captain Alora. So that is a 16 on the bite.
4: I don't love that.
0: And that's ooh, and that's max damage on the bite. So that's uh, five damage
4: uh-huh.
0: for the bite. And then it's going to try to stab you with its spear, and that is a 12 to hit. That hit. And it's going Damn. to stab you for four.
4: All right. Um, as my bonus action, I'm going to give Botic inspiration to Polly because he seems like the most likely to help me.
1: Okay, yeah. and yeah, the like other—that's uh, a good one.
4: Thank you. I have learned on the viola for many years how to charm men and give them inspiration.
3: What are you playing, like "Darkness on the Edge of Town"?
4: Actually, it was the Spice Girls. Um, they came out of oh. Ellsworth. They're very good.
3: Right, right. Very similar. Cardamom. <laughs> Much like Bruce Springsteen, yes.
4: Yes, yeah, so it's got a very
3: similar vibe, same three chords. No, well, there's <laughs> Ginger, but not Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, the the other two Bollywogs are asleep, so they're going to spend their turn going. Me, 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 me,
3: me, 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 Awake ones? Yeah, just
0: the one that is right in front of Captain Alora. Okay, was just
3: biting and stabbing her. I shoot it with a crossbow.
0: Okay. Let me do
3: that. Oh, well, I guarantee that's a miss. Um, it was a two. Yeah, that's so, that's gonna miss.
4: Okay. You need to roll disadvantage.
3: Well, I mean, is that even worth thinking about? <laughs> yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh, Villa,
0: you're up.
5: I shoot at the one that crawled out of the lake.
0: Okay. Fire away.
5: A natural 22.
0: That's a hit, yep. And I don't think it's possible for you to roll less than two damage with your bow, since you said it's already plus four, so you have killed that Bullywog as well.
5: I I rolled for 12.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you're all all out of combat, because they're still going to be asleep for, like, uh, I don't know, uh, 20 more seconds. So if you want to... Uh, execute them honorably. Now is the time.
1: Yeah, Cleo. Should we murder these guys or uh, just tie them up so they can't uh, attack us? Well, what, you're the king of the swamp here. Oh, that—that that is up to you. They are
6: not—they are not very nice. They will attack, and they—if you tie them up, they will try to s- slip their way out, and then they will try to kill you. Yeah, it's your swamp, buddy. You want them dead? I—I I have no problem with—with you—with you ending them. They are while they they're talking dumps. i
3: execute both of them
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yep okay the other two bully just, wags just are dead cut their the throats ah. oh uh-huh. i'm so was there a discussion Ah, uh, my my bad i i just assume well maybe next time we talk about it a little
4: more i mean otis is still high i don't think he can be held responsible for his actions
2: Otis is also from the swamp. He knows about the bollywogs. They they are not, not good people.
5: I want to loot their homes.
2: <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, you, you can search through. Uh, in searching the bodies, you find two spears and two red delicious apples.
4: Ooh. Uh,
0: roll investigation to check those uh, those crap mounds out. Crap yurts. Crap yurts.
5: <laughs> Five. <laughs>
2: A new favorite okay. vocabulary Meh.
0: you you root around in the yurt and you find mostly ah. like uh, mashed together wads of insects but you do find uh 10 gold pieces that that seem to be sort of just wrapped in stomach contents that might have been vomited up at one point
5: great i'll keep
1: that
2: we Put a little water on there you wash that off they'll be all right yeah, I don't really
1: need uh, spears, and uh, I got some of these breakfasts uh, to go, so I don't need the apples. Does uh, someone want some of those?
4: Oh, I'd take an apple. I've been quite kicked in the alls.
1: Cool. Oh, yeah. I'd have an apple.
4: I ask Cleo, would you
5: perhaps heal us?
6: Oh, yes, I, I would be happy to you, Yard. Are you all feeling wounded? I, I was fortunate to take very little damage during the fight, but
0: I, I have been in the swamp for a long time. And he's going to heal you all for thirteen healing
6: mm.
0: each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn,
1: everybody gets thirteen. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. If no one wants the spears, I mean, we might be able to sell them or something. If you uh, want me to hold on to them.
4: Oh yes, the littlest man should carry the largest weapons. The manliest oh. man. I gave you bardic inspiration. I'm sorry, my my ego has been injured from trying to stab a frog as he came out of the swimming pool, and I failed. Just gonna drink a <laughs> cup of tea and read my. First edition tomes of whatever Nathan gave me last
1: time. I was too busy picking up the spears, so I didn't even hear the comment.
0: <laughs> Clealosh is going to lean lean over to Captain Alora
6: and say, It it is okay. They they are very slippery, especially when they're coming out of the water. Often they appear to create reflections of themselves, making them hard to strike. You you are very capable and and clearly very intelligent. I have met many. Many half-orcs in my life, and none, none as smart as you.
4: Oh, do you want to be my dad? He died when I was little, and I just, you're so nice. Would you come to my ballet recitals? Please just campaign with us, old oh, man, I love you.
6: I, I would love that. His ballet is when the bear drives the little car, yes?
4: Mm, uh, it's like <laughs> that, but with more anorexia.
6: Oh, excellent. I, As you see, I do not eat much myself.
4: Oh yes, that'd be good. I think you should become a permanent, I'm a permanent member of the crew. I'm so sorry for the times in which I thought you were a pedophile.
6: It's it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I will I will be your daddy, but in in non-threatening ways.
4: That's that sounds quite nice. And then I will offer him a cup of tea.
6: He he gratefully accepts and he sips and smiles. This is much tastier than the than the bog water that steeps in the rest of the bog water. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes,
6: that's a low bar, but thank you. I I only know of, of bars that are Klios height, and I have quite the hunchback, so you see, I do not I do not know how to raise that uh, particular euphemism.
3: I think Otis is coming towards the end of his trip, so he um, just kind of casually rolls a joint and smokes something that smells fragrant, and uh, you may or may not be familiar with it, depending on where where you live in your local rules and regulations <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Cle- Cleelosh is going to look at you and, and he just kind of raises his walking stick and, and gives you a, a thumbs up
3: yeah yeah he, he I'll pa- He, you know he, he, we can pass the duchy to Cleelosh if we need to um, the duchy? yeah
5: yeah like that song.
3: to yeah, the yeah. Cleelosh the side left hand side yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Guess we should uh, be getting along. Well, uh, dally long enough here in the Bollywog, Birch.
4: Well, I think
5: a
0: good
2: idea.
5: Ah. Okay, great. I nod silently.
2: We'll pick it up
0: next week. You can you can set up camp among the, the Bollywog. I want to sleep
3: in a crap yurt.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, the crap yurts are already uh, well bedded and
3: uh, set up, so you can just get, get to yurt and crap. Not that, not one that has too much amphibian shit in it. But
5: are we um, gonna do anything with the bodies or just?
1: Uh... Whoa! So oh, you just God, put
3: those you... in the water and push them away <laughs> oh. and let the the swamp take care of it.
1: Can we eat them? I mean, is this like chicken people, where they're basically just delicious chicken but people sized? Yeah. I mean, but, yeah.
2: Like, there's one time, yeah, in my early twenties, yeah, it tastes like chicken.
1: Yeah, I'm just so like, big frog legs.
0: There are six total bullywogs. So if you want to cook them, I want you to roll D20 six times. And if you beat a 15, you will succeed in cooking an individual Bullywog, which you can count as half a turkey.
1: Oh, I think Cook over here is doing it. That's pretty tough then.
4: Okay, I got over 15 twice. I'm really sorry, guys. Okay,
1: no, but
0: that's so So add a whole turkey. You got a whole turkey out of trying to cook those six Bullywogs.
4: Nice. (laughs)
0: Eat? No, total. Total. You but but yeah, I mean there's just like a mess of bullywug parts everywhere.
4: Okay guys, I'll hold a, a turkey for us whenever you need it.
5: Awesome. Cool.
0: Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, is written by me, Nate Rigolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Grace Garber, Danny Hedlund, and Miladi Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondefer. at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via OpenGameArt.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books, or whatever RPG lights you up,
5: and get rolling.